North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's getting $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. You've tuned in to another episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thanks so much for joining me once again for another fabulous show. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel. I'm a naturopathic doctor here in the San Diego area. If you guys aren't familiar with me, check out my website, drlaurennoel.com. Really, really excited about tonight's show. It's a topic I've been wanting to do for a long time, and I haven't found the right person to interview about it because I wanted to find someone who really was in line with my philosophy, so I'm excited to have our guest tonight. It's all about holistic dentistry, how to take care of your mouth with a holistic and natural um, mindset. So really excited to have a great guest on the show tonight, and I will introduce him in just a few minutes. Uh, First, just want to give you some announcements for the next couple of shows coming up. Um, Next week, I'm actually going to take the week off. It's my birthday. I'm turning 31, and I just want to kind of veg out and maybe go to dinner or do something nice with friends. And so next week, I will postpone the show, but the following week, we'll have Kevin Gianni on. He is from renegadehealth.com. Really excited to have him on to talk about the power of raw foods. I know we've done a lot of shows on the paleo diet, and I think that sometimes people kind of forget that a big part of the paleo diet is vegetables. <laughs> I think we overdo the meat sometimes, kind of go crazy with bacon. We get really excited that meat is okay to eat, and we forget about the veggies. So looking forward to having him on to talk about the power of raw foods, how healthy these foods are, and some nice tips on how to include more vegetables in our diet. The following week, we'll have Dr. Holly Lucille on the show. She is a naturopathic doctor up in Los Angeles, and you'll really love her great sparkling personality and lots of fun to listen to. We're going to be talking about natural medicine for menopause. So mark your calendars for those two shows. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls tonight as usual, 818-495-6919. That's 818-495-6919. And I've been seeing some questions pile up on my my Facebook and Twitter page, so you can also send some questions there, and I will do my best to check them during the show. I'm a multitasker. Uh, So check it out, facebook.com slash D-R-L-O-N-O-E-L. And on Twitter at twitter.com slash uh, Dr. Lauren Noel, <laughs> and of course my website, drlaurennoel.com. So on to our guest for tonight. We have Dr. Stephen Lawrence on the show. He is a holistic dentist in Carlsbad, which is in my neck of the woods. He has a 27-year career in mercury-free cosmetic dentistry, and he's built his practice to become one of the leaders in the field. He's been a guest on numerous radio talk shows and is regarded by healthcare practitioners and dentists throughout the country as an expert in environmentally conscious dentistry. He's experienced in the safe removal of toxic dental fillings, crowns, and infected teeth, and their replacement with the least toxic materials available. You can get more information about him on his website, wellnessdentalcare.com. Be sure to have a pen and paper handy because he will be giving you information that you will not want to miss. So very excited to have him on the show. Dr. Lawrence, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Dr. Lowe. Nice to be here. How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Early happy birthday, I guess, too. Um. I know. It's crazy. Another year under my belt. Looking forward to it. So, yeah. So how's your day been today, by the way? Good. Great to talk to you tonight, though, too. It should be a good topic. lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, going through all these questions. I'm so excited to have you on the show because I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. But, you know, I talked to different dentists, and it's like I just wasn't really feeling what they were saying. You know, I wanted to get someone on that I really believe in in your approach, and so I'm really looking forward to having you on the show. So for our listeners, tell us a little bit more about your story. Oh, did you? Yeah, and the, the, the boards would light up like a Christmas tree because everybody call in and want to ask questions. It's always a popular show. Well, you know, the the specialty that you have, there's not a lot of dentists out there that do this. And the ones that do it, they don't necessarily do it right. So, it's you know, it's something right, we'll I think over, a lot we'll of people want to know more about. Some of the things you have to look for, we'll go over that later. Awesome. So yeah, tell us about you and what, what got you interested in dental health and specifically with the focus in holistic dentistry. Well, I was as early. I was I was called to be a dentist really in the sixth grade. God said you'd be a dentist. So I said okay, yes, sir, I'll be a dentist. 
<laughs> but I've always been interested in nutrition and preventative healing. I used to teach a wellness Bible class at church, all sorts of stuff in the spiritual, getting the spirit, the mind, and the body in balance. So mm-hmm. I've always been interested in those kind of things. That's great. And so, so you specifically into holistic dentistry. You know why? Why? Why this particular focus? Um, ma- mainly to, to get poisons out of people and get them healthy, get them optimal health and vitality. Just uh, uh, undo some of their chronic illnesses. Some of the stuff dentists are putting in are causing chronic diseases. You take those out and people get people back healthy again and vital and and uh, beautiful smiles. Basically, it's like a cosmetic non-toxic dentist puts both things I'm interested in the most together, and it's uh, it's an exciting field. I love it. So it's it's very similar to the philosophy of the naturopathic doctor. It's getting to the root cause of why these patients are having problems in the first place. And you know, I think a lot of naturopaths and a lot of medical doctors, all kinds of doctors, we don't put enough emphasis in the mouth. I mean, it's so incredibly important, and a lot of times we'll just kind of glaze over that in our history taking, but it's crucial, wouldn't you say? And and, and that's exactly the opposite. They get focused on the the mouth, and they don't look at the whole whole person. Right. So holistic dentistry needs to look at the whole person, and some things that are bothering the person could be affecting affecting their whole health. Okay. So how do you do that as a holistic dentist? What does that mean to be a holistic dentist specifically? You take a broader view. You take a broader view of the patient when you step back and ask a lot of questions and about their lifestyle and their nutrition, what's going on in their lives and what kind of dentistry they've had in the past, how they how they view dentistry. Because you have to look at the emotional part of it and the spiritual part of it and the physical part of it all together as one piece. Yeah. So when you're looking at a Absolutely. filling, you're looking at a filling that's going to basically influence the whole body. So it's got to be something that's holistic and natural and uh, safe. Okay. So I bet you get a lot of patients coming to you who have been just through the whole, you know, medical system, right? They've been to so many different dentists. You probably see a lot of last resorts, right? I, see, I, I kind of specialize in people with chronic illnesses that have been going on a long time, and they they've down to the end of their rope, and they don't know what else to do. And so mm-hmm. they... They finally understand that the dentistry can be part of their problem, the mercury causing problems with their immune system and their digestion and their memory, and and, and nickel crowns causing cancer and root canals causing all sorts of imbalances in their body. It's it's something they've never thought of. So you you add another component, another solution to their their root causes and change their lives. Right. Yep. Total disconnect. I don't make that connection between them, the mouth and the body. So. Um, let's get into some of the sort of the specific services ser- services that you offer. So, how are some of the services that you offer different from other dentists? Well, mostly I do two things separate, different than other dentists. I take out poison safely. That means protecting the patient when you take it out with the rubber dams and oxygen, air masks, and high speed suction. Um, and then after you take it out safely, I, I specialize in knowing the safest thing to put back in the non toxic materials. We do a lot of biocompatibility testing on a lot of patients I have, and a good majority of them are what we call EI patients or environmentally ill. They're mm-hmm. allergic to everything in the environment, so it's real particular on what you want to know what to put back in. So I've done about 600 of those tests on my sickest patients, so I use those same products that are safe for them for most everybody else. And so you take out poison safely, knowing the best thing to put back in again. The other thing I kind of specialize in doing is non-surgical gum care, where we're taking care of the gums with... Uh, Herbs and essential oils and uh, more natural therapeutics. Kind of like what I saw your website. You put food as medicine as one of your big, big uh, emphasis, and we use essential oils and herbs to do uh, what we need to to get rid of root causes instead of pharmaceuticals and drugs. Wow, you're speaking my language. So you said you do some testing to see what people actually react to. What can you tell me a little bit more about that? That testing that you do. The Clifford reactivity test is a blood test and it yeah. looks for uh, immune system responses to different materials. He's he's got about thirty thousand products in dentistry in his test, and so you send him a blood sample um, and he tells he gives you back a report. It's like forty pages of mm-hmm. what materials you can use and which ones you should stay away from in dentistry. Wow. It's a very specific test for that specific person. No, it's really interesting. So there's there's a lot of controversy about mercury 
and silver fillings. So with the you know the time that we have in our program here, um, are they really that bad? And if so, what do you use instead of well, there's, uh, there's, these fillings? There's three big secrets in dentistry that you're not supposed to know. Dentists are trying to keep this secret for a long time. And one, the first big one that we've we've uncovered a long time ago is that uh, these silver fillings that people have in their mouth, they never knew mercury was in them. Basically, the dentists are hiding that those mercury fillings are 50% mercury, and they're causing immune system problems and uh, oxidative stress to the body. They just had a new uh, new study that linked mercury with heart disease and high blood pressure and stroke, and that's mm-hmm. the first time that's ever been shown. That if you have mercury in your mouth, you, you you're in danger of getting a stroke or heart disease, and you have high blood pressure. You got to you got to get the mercury out of your teeth. So the dangers of the mercury. Just in these silver fillings is one of the big secrets that dentists have had a long time. They always call them silver fillings, and they aren't. They're mercury fillings. That's one of the big big secrets that dentists have held on to for a long time. That is crazy. Wow. So I, I'm, I'm seeing my switchboard just light up. <laughs> like you said, the Christmas tree thing. That's so right. I see a lot of you guys um, listening in. If you want to ask a question, go ahead and press 1, and we'll get you... Um, actually, we have one that just pressed 1. So do you mind taking a question already, Doc? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, let's do it. So we have a call from the 508. Caller, are you there? Yes. Hi, what's your name and where are you calling from? Lisa, calling from Massachusetts. Hey, Lisa, what's your question for for Dr. Lawrence? Hi, Lisa. My, hi there. My son's teeth are overcrowded, but we don't have any functional or orthotropic orthodontists in our area. I was just wondering if you had any advice for safely straightening teeth. Um, I, I don't do orthodontics, but I would go to an IMAOT dentist. There's a website called IAOMT.org, and it's basically a network of all the non-toxic dentists around the country. If you could find an orthodontist that's an IMAOT member, I would go to that person. The other link, the other link that you might go to is a neuromuscular orthodontist. They specifically look at the whole body when they look at look at the teeth. And so when they're looking at somebody with crowded teeth like a kid, they'll look at how their air passageways open or closed and their tonsils and their function and how they sleep. It's kind of a more holistic way of looking at dentistry. Those dentists are at, the, uh, at a different website called lvi.com, and they're a neuromuscular orthodontist. lvi.com? Kind of yeah, they're a more holistic way of looking at uh, children and uh, really adults too. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for your question. Yeah, that's a good question about the orthodontist's work. Um, all right. So let's let's keep going on with these questions here. So how do you – so once a person does have mercury fillings, I mean, obviously this is a big population that you see. People coming in, they have these fillings, they want to get them taken out, and there's and there's definitely a right way and a wrong way to do it. So can you let our listeners know the right way to get these these fillings taken out? Well, what, to, what to look for in a biological dentist is you want to you basically want to look at a dentist that's mercury free. He's got to have no mercury in the office. So when he's taking mercury out, he's got to protect you from swallowing it. And when they do that, they use a it's called a rubber dam. It's kind of like a rubber sheet that goes over the tooth to keep a watertight seal around it. And that keeps you from about 95% of the mercury. So you need somebody who uses a rubber dam when they take mercury out. I use an oxygen air free fresh air mask for the patient. It gives them a fresh air and oxygen to breathe so they don't breathe the mercury that's flying around the room. And that protects their lungs because the mercury vapor that gets in the lungs is 100% absorbable into the lungs. Then we drape the patient. We have high-speed suctions, fiber optic canopies, magnification to make sure we get it all out. Those kinds of things is what you'd be looking for. Okay, got it. Now, even when all of these um, safety precautions are used. Do they still get some exposure to mercury, or is it yeah, totally you they're you totally protected? Yeah, you can get it all the way down to zero. You can get about ninety-five percent of it safe and protected okay. from the patient. That other five percent, we would use somebody like you or a, a MD that does chelation and do the chelation therapy mm-hmm. for them. And you can do that okay. before the treatment, during the treatment, and after the treatment. Got it. All right. Mercury is a pretty easy easy thing to chelate out. There's other things that are much harder, like fluoride, you can't ever get out. But mercury is pretty easy to chelate out. Yep, for sure. And, and making sure to replace those um, minerals that might be chelated out as well. So it's yeah. a whole program. So for you guys listening, if you're if you have some silver fillings, I would recommend to go to that website, the imaot.org. Check out Dr. Uh, Lawrence's website. What, what was your website again, Dr. Lawrence? Wellnessdentalcare.com. 
wellnessdentalcare.com. And one of the things I might tell, I don't, know, I don't know how many people, Good. listeners you have that know what chelation is, but chelation is grabbing on to whatever you want to take out of the body. Chelating means grabbing on and pulling out. So you're grabbing on yep. the mercury and pulling it out of the body. Got it. Thanks for the it's clarification. Yes, people may not know. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, all right, good stuff. So, so now that they've had the mercury pulled out, um, what do you use to replace the mercury fillings with? What's a better option that you use? What I've been with? what I've been using mainly, the most non toxic resin right now in the world is called Diamond Crown. It's the brand name of the resin. It's a two step heat cured resin that they bake in an oven. It's called Diamond Crown. That has never okay. been on any of those tests been shown to be sensitive to any of my even my most sensitive patients. Okay, so people Another are wondering. Really good, all right, diamond yeah. sounds expensive. So what's what's that run? So diamond Crown's the brand name. It's kind of like saying Kleenex. It's the brand name of the yeah. tissue. It's Diamond Crown is just the brand name. Okay. But Diamond Crown is an indirect resin. It's kind of a medium category ex- expense. It's higher than okay. the, the the simple bonding fillings, but not as expensive as gold or porcelain. Okay. The next most most important thing to look for is if they're doing porcelain, they, they use something called Emax. Emax is a, the newest kind of like non-toxic porcelain in the world, and it's stronger than all the old porcelains. Okay. It's kind of something I'm switching to. I'm actually switching from Diamond Crown to Emax this year. They just changed the bonding technique, the way they glue them in. And Emax mm-hmm. just just became better than Diamond Crown. It's the best in dentistry. Okay. It's a the lithium very best disilicate. option that you're so finding. Okay, go for it. It's a it's a different kind of porcelain. It's a lithium disilicate, so you you don't have to worry about the aluminum oxides and all the other porcelains. It's a whole different species of porcelain. Okay, so it's called Emax. E M A X. And that's a non-toxic porcelain, and you're using that for fillings rather than the right. diamond crown resin. But that even the diamond crown resin is a better option than obviously the silver filling. Yeah, like way better option. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, what are when 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 patients go to their dentist and they're getting their silver fillings replaced? What do they typically get it replaced with? Is it one of these, or is it something totally different? Most dentists don't know how to do inlays and outlays, so they, what they do is bonding. They do a simple direct resin bonding. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what patients call bonding. They just shove the white material in the tooth and push your thumb on it. That sets in the tooth. That's the simplest one that most dentists would use. It's too soft for back teeth. It's basically unethical to put in back teeth. The, the ADA says you shouldn't put these in back teeth. Um, but dentists do it anyway because it's cheap. Yeah. So those patients <laughs> People don't know the difference. come to me a couple years later because it's broken and leaking and I have to replace them. Right. So it's usually about okay. to do it the right the first time. For those of you who just tuned in, we're talking to Dr. Stephen Lawrence. He's a holistic dentist, and we're talking all about dental care. And if you want to call in and ask a question, it's 818-495-6919. That's 818-495-6919. And the uh, switchboard is open. I see some of you sitting there, so if you want to ask a question, go ahead and press 1, and we'll get you on the show. So now the dental fillings and crowns, are people really allergic to them? Um, 22% of people are allergic to the silver in the in the in the crowns and and in the fillings, but for mercury, it's kind of like so poisonous that the cell dies before it takes up an allergic reaction to it. So the ADA always says that people can be allergic to mercury, but it's really not true. That it's so poisonous that the cell dies before it has a chance to set up an inflammatory <laughs> response. Got it. Yeah. And what about um, what are what are some other materials that people get in their teeth? And what about allergies to those? Well, the big the big four that you don't want to have in your fillings is beryllium, which is in like partial dentures, nickel that's in your crowns, aluminum that's in your crowns and your uh, uh, partials, and mercury. So those are the four big heavy metals that you want to avoid: beryllium, nickel, aluminum, and mercury. Okay. I'm, I'm typing. I don't know if you guys can hear. I'm like typing. Well, all, this is on, all, this, all this is on my website. So you just go to. There's, I know, a, there's a little blog that says what to look for in a biological dentist on my website. It lists it all. Okay, cool. So you mentioned um, we talked a little bit in your just in your bio that you do non-surgical gum care. So what's what's that about? A long time ago, I went to University of Michigan Dental School. It was the first dental school that proved gum surgery was worthless, 
and all these people are going for gum surgery to treat their gum disease or wasting their money because it's not a it's not a it's not a process that you can cut out of the mouth you have to treat the bugs and so our our dental school actually dropped the requirement for surgery and um, to graduate from dental school i was the first class that didn't have to do surgery to graduate from dental school because they found that you could treat it non-surgically you could treat it with what they did back then was the antibiotics. They'd use metronidazole and amoxicillin and kill all the bugs that cause gum disease. They found they got better results in surgery. All I do now is, because I'm a holistic dentist, is I use essential oils and herbs because they will kill the bad bugs and leave the good bugs alone. The dental school I taught, I was taught from killed all, there's 700 bugs in the mouth, and what those antibiotics do is kill all 700 bugs. What I want to do is kill the bad bugs and leave the good bugs alone. Most of those are good bacteria. We teach our patients there's four bugs that cause cavities and 30 bugs that cause gum disease. So there's 34 bad guys, and then there's like 660 good guys. So I treat gum disease by going after the bad guys and leaving the good guys alone. Okay, so you use essential oils and herbs to actually treat gingivitis, Our is phenomenal, what you're saying. Phenomenal products. We've got some breakthrough okay. products. We've got, a, we've, got a lot, we've got a candy that gets rid of the bugs. It's called Dentiva. It's got wintergreen, thymol, and eucalyptus in it. Those three essential oils will kill all the bugs that cause gum disease in the mouth. Just suck on the candy. Last for about an hour. Oh, that's amazing. It's like having okay, a hygienist so what are some in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing we use for uh, cavities, we have a lollipop that gets rid of cavities. And it uses Chinese licorice root extract. The Chinese herb has been around for about 3,000 years. It kills all the strep mutans in your mouth, and that's the bug that causes cavities. One lollipop will kill all the bugs in five minutes in your mouth. And so it's a way of treat, have, using an herb to kill the bacteria that cause cavities. Now we have two candies to ca- fight cavities and gum disease. It's almost like you don't even need to go to the dentist anymore. You just go to the candy store. Yeah, instead of eating all the crap at the movie theater, you can bring your cavity-fighting candy with you. Yeah, they just had it. They just had it. I don't know if I saw that. You had, they had just had a table where they showed all the pH values for the sour candies out there. You know, the the sour Skittles and the gummy bears and the shockers and, and almost most of them that they had on the list were very close to battery acid. Really? The Wonka Fun Dip Powder is a pH of 1.5 and it's battery acid's pH of 1. I mean, you're putting basically battery acid in your mouth and it's dissolving the teeth away. So what's the worst candy that you... Warhead Sour Spray is 1.5 pH. I mean, that's that's awfully close to battery acid. And yeah. the Wonka Fun Dip Powder is bad. Most of the, like, Wonka Pixie Stick Powder is a pH of 1.8. Wonka Nerds Grape is, is pH of less than 2. Sour Skittles. It just goes on and on and on. Lemonheads, Starburst, the gummy, gummy worms and gummy bears are pH of 2.5. This is really close to battery acid. And and doesn't like it depend on the it depends on the texture of the candy too, right? Like if it's more gummy and it gets lodged into your teeth, that can Could cause that more problems. Worse? Yeah, if it can stick the teeth. What I have to kind of teach patients is sugar's not actually the worst problem. It's the it's the it's the sticky uh, gluten grains actually that are worse. The breads and the pastas and stuff actually stick the tooth and stay there for for days if they're not brushed off. Where most of the candy is dissolved and and gone in the mouth, gone in the digestive system. It's the stickiness that can be a really big, really big factor. Yeah. So you're telling me that some of the breads and gluten-containing products are worse than some candies for your teeth? The way we started cavities in dental school for experiments mm-hmm. is we made a little little package of uh, bread and stuck it to the tooth. That was the fastest way to start a cavity on a tooth. Oh my gosh! It wasn't sugar. It was just bread stuck on the tooth. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. And some of these kids have these harmful drinks that they're drinking, these sports drinks. Some of these, Mm -hmm. the Snapple Classic Lemonade, it dissolves the teeth worse than anything else we have in in these sports drinks. Red Bull, Powerade, these things are phenomenally. Yeah, uh, vitamin water. Yeah. Yeah, people are crazy with those drinks. It's insane. Well, what, what's your thought on, what about alternatives, sugar alternatives, like xylitol and stevia? What's your take on those? Um, what I what I do is I teach six things to fight gum decay, and that's the cavity lollipops and dentiva we talked about. 
the xylitol products are very powerful. We we had some graduate students at the University of Michigan from Finland, and they're the ones that developed xylitol. And it's basically a sweet-tasting alcohol made from uh, uh, corn cobs and birch trees. And it, and it doesn't kill the bacteria, so they don't build up resistance to it, but it makes them so they can't be sticky and hang on to the tooth so they get washed away. And it makes them so they can't make the acid, so the sugar basically pushes them off the tooth and makes them so they can't make the acid. And so you're not really killing the bugs, but you, if you, it's something you can have as much as you want of. They'll never, you'll never build up resistance to it. The bugs will never build up resistance to it, so they're very powerful. It's one mm-hmm. of the six best ways to fight tooth decay. Okay. What are the other ways? Arginine. Mm-hmm. I mean, your food is medicine is, one, is, is tailor-made for this. Arginine, if you have, the more arginine you have in your diet, the less cavities you'll have. Arginine is found in like spinach and soy and seafood, nuts and seeds, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Yep. Coconut, coconut has a lot of it. So the more arginine you get in your diet, the less <laughs> cavities you'll have. That's just just the simple foods. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think about chocolate? Because I love chocolate. Chocolate is a very powerful antioxidant. I Yay. love chocolate. If you get, if you get the cacao, <laughs> chocolate is one of the strongest antioxidant foods in the world. Okay. So very dark powerful. chocolate, not not that bad for the teeth. Right, it's very powerful. It, uh, they they found out that if you have the, the what like seventy percent cacao chocolate and things something that that high percentage, you have less decay. It's okay, well you said the right level. answer. You can stay on the show now. It reduces okay, so, the oxidative stress in the teeth. Very good stuff. It sounds good to me. So let's let's talk about um, something that's very controversial in the dental realm, and that is fluoride. I know that you and I chatted about this, and I had to make sure we were on the same page. So. Um, <laughs> Do you That's recommend fluoride toothpaste? You don't say it too loud. Everybody will find out. <laughs> it's a big secret. It's the, basically, the best kept secret in dentistry is that fluoride gets rid of cavities, keeps you from getting cavities. That's not true. It's not true. It's never been true. They, they, they basically said fluoride is a safe and effective way of fighting cavities, and it's not true. Fluoride is very poisonous. It's toxic. It's never been proven to be safe, and it doesn't work. It's based on a, on a 70-year-old theory, a faulty theory that they've been trying to hide from from the public for 70 years. That Loma Linda professor found out about it 70 years ago, that cavities aren't started by sugar and bugs. It's started by your hypothalamus gland being out of balance. But they wanted to sell a lot of fluoride toothpaste, so Colgate and Crest got together, pushed it through, and now we have fluoride everywhere because it's a toxic waste and they're trying to get rid of it. But, so but fluoride never been shown to this work. This is spoken by a dentist. You're, this is a dentist you guys listening to. Well, this right is now. not this even is me. A dentist it's the, saying it's fluoride. The U.S. Not US Center ever. for Disease Control and the British Ministry of Health both did laboratory studies and proved that one part per million fluoride in drinking water has never been proven to reduce decay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, I, have, I'm remembering back to when I had braces in high school, and they just put like straight up fluoride. You know, I just painted on my teeth. Right. It's just like, oh my gosh. It's very. No if need you get it in high concentration, it's very poisonous. It'll kill everything. But that's not exactly mm-hmm. what you want to do: is kill the person. As soon as fluoride gets strong <laughs> enough to start working, it's poisonous to the person. Yeah. And so it's been linked to liver and oral bone cancers, kidney disease, hip fractures, lower IQ in kids, it speeds the aging. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. It's one of the most highly active ions on the pyrrhic table, and that's why it's so dangerous. It reacts with everything, mm-hmm. and you can't get it out of the body. You can't chelate out of the body. Everybody gets a cumulative dose of fluoride, and it never goes down. Hmm. I didn't know that. You can't the chelate it out of the body. The problem is that fluoride's found in things like beer, and I don't. I don't know if I'm going to give up beer yet, but you can get your hand <laughs> to don't have fluoride in it. They use the fluoride to kill the yeast at the right time in American beers. So beer, wine, uh, lettuce, cabbage are all very high in fluoride. Jeez, I didn't know there's fluoride in beers. <laughs> you think gluten-free beer too? <laughs> it's one of the reasons why Europeans won't allow American beers into their, across their borders because there's, there's so many poisons in American beers that they won't let them across. Well, their beers are just better, but yeah, yeah that's probably another reason. Wow, so so okay, you don't recommend fluoride toothpaste. What toothpaste do you recommend to your patients? The one I, I when I found we have a microscope at our office and I'll look at the bugs on every new patient that comes in. We take a sample of the plaque around their teeth and put it on the microscope and we let the patients see it. You can see them, they're just like little swimmers swimming around on the slide. Um we've had that microscope in dentistry for about seventy years. 
And so we've tested every toothpaste in the world. We know exactly which ones work and which ones don't. It's it's kind of a no-brainer unless a new one comes out, but we know which ones work and which ones don't. And the best toothpaste right now in the world, non-toxic toothpaste, is, is made by the Tooth and Gum Company. I'll send you a sample. If you, I don't know if you've ever had it before, but I'll send you a sample if you haven't had it before. It's a dental herb company's Tooth and Gum Paste. And it uses essential um, oils, herbs, and green tea extract to kill the bacteria, kill the good bad bacteria and leave the good bacteria alone. That sounds awesome. Is it a paste? Is it a like a powder? It's a it's a, it's a paste. Okay. They make get a it paste for the maltrans and the It's only sold to dentists until last year. Last year they just started selling it to the public. So you can actually call the dental herb company or go online and order directly from them. Okay, and it's so called have, Tooth and have, Gum Company. Is it called a dental herb company? Dental herb, herb company, okay. Oh, it's a tooth and gum paste. Right now it's okay. the best toothpaste in the world. Sounds There's good. There's only one good toothpaste um, that's sold in stores. All the other ones don't work. And it's the closest. And what is that? Closest. That's this one you're talking about? Made by the Ropar. It's made by the Ropar company. It's called Closest. It's in Walgreens. The only store okay. that sells it. All these health food store toothpaste, they don't work. They don't have act- right. enough active ingredient in them to work. Tom's of Maine, Melaleuca, Neem, all these things, they don't work. But I have well, a lot I'm of patients that still out. use them. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of patients still use them, and they don't get cavities and gum diseases because of their diet. They have yeah. bad toothpaste, and they have a good diet. And so you can't overrule it. If they don't want to give mm-hmm. up their homeopathic toothpaste or something, then we just make sure their diet's doing the job. Because you can do it all with diets. You don't need the toothpaste. Yeah, agreed. I um, Ever since I went on the paleo diet, I cut out the grains. I have never had another cavity. Yeah. And I used to get a lot of them. I mean, I remember as a kid, I had a mouthful of cavities, and once my teeth fell out, I was so happy because I thought, oh, I get a second chance. <laughs> I got cavities again. You can blame so. your mom. Most kids get yeah. their first cavity bugs from their mom. It's the first oh. four bugs that cause cavities, you get them from your mom. But what Weston Price did in the 30s is he researched 13 societies around the world that have no cavities and no gum disease, and they didn't have any toothpaste or mouth rinses or oil irrigators or hygienists around. They had an organic, local, raw foods. And you can use diet to do it all. You don't have to use toothpaste. You don't have to irrigate. We teach people that because they won't eat raw meats and raw dairy products, but you can do it all with diet. (laughs) Absolutely. Eat your liver. Well, not your liver. Eat liver. (laughs) (laughs) That would be painful. So you mentioned that you look at um, the plaques underneath the microscope. Do you ever see something called spirochetes? And for those listeners, can you explain that? Yeah, spirochetes look like a little corkscrew. I have corkscrews that open wine bottles that look like a little corkscrew. They're extremely aggressive, and they move around like crazy. So if you see them in there, they, they actually get into your bloodstream, and they go to your heart and your lungs and your brain and cause abscesses in the brains and the lungs and the heart. They found that spirochetes actually crawl up the cranial nerve and get into the brain and cause uh, neurofibril tangles, which is one of the symptoms of Alzheimer's disease. They're very dangerous guys. Mm-hmm. They're very active. So you'll see them. You'll see modal rods, and sometimes we see worms in people called amoeba. They're huge. They're really big. They're single-celled animals, and they're a sign of very dangerous long-term gum diseases. It's been going on for a long time. Wow. But all those are simple to kill. You can kill them all with so many different kinds of herbs. There's like 30 or 40 herbs. You, I mean, essential oils you can use. There's herbs, grapefruit seed extract. You can kill all of the bad bacteria and fungus and amoeba with colloidal silver. There's, there's just so many things for patients to use nowadays. It's, it's a phenomenal You say colloidal silver, right? Colloidal silver is very powerful. Okay. What kind do you like? I know there's a bunch of different options I use one there, by but... the Norwegian. Uh, let me look at... Uh, Royal Scandinavian, it's 500 parts per million, so it's a little higher dose. It's only I only mm-hmm. use it like I would an antibiotic. I use it for 7 to 10 days like an antibiotic, and then I would stop. It's okay. 500 parts per million, it's a pretty strong dose. Okay. And some people with a lot of bugs, or if somebody, somebody wants to use it to treat their kids, for example, you can actually brush their teeth with coil silver, and it's tasteless and odorless. The, patient, the kids don't even know what they're... They only think you're brushing with water, so you can kill the bugs and it kids' tooth safely and effectively with um, just quail silver. 
So you'll do that like in the morning and at night for seven to ten days, and that can be used as an antibiotic. Why well, have them use? You basically swish it around their mouth and swallow it once a day for seven to ten days. Mm. Okay. For an adult. Yeah. Got it. It's so safe. You can use it on newborns. It's it's very powerful. All right. For the listeners, we, we're talking to Dr. Stephen Lawrence. He's an, a, a holistic dentist, and uh, we're talking about how to have healthy teeth and a healthy mouth and how it's all associated with your whole body. So um, our switchboard is open. If you guys want to ask a question, it's 818-495-6919. But there's no lack of questions. I have so many, so there's no need to have callers. I just know that there's people who want to ask some questions. Um, let's hey, there's talk one thing about... I need everybody everybody you know about is very important. It's the most poisonous thing in dentistry. And that's the shots they get. You know, the shot that everybody hates? That little poke everybody gets? Well, that anesthetic is the most poisonous thing in dentistry. It's more poisonous than the mercury. It's more poisonous than nickels. It's more poisonous than root canals. It's the most poisonous thing in dentistry. If hmm. a dentist is giving you a shot of lidocaine, Every one shot he gives you is equal to 84,000 cigarettes. You've smoked 84,000 cigarettes every time he gave you one shot of, of anesthetic. And so make sure wow. the dentist that you go to is using something not lidocaine. There's only one anesthetic right now in the world that doesn't cause cancer, and that's called septicaine. It's one of the first things you should ask the dentist. Do you use septicaine? Okay. If he doesn't, you should run out of the office. Well, I've used a lot of, I've smoked a lot of cigarettes in my day then because I've had some right. nicotine shots myself. But we can chelate yeah. this stuff out. But uh, it's, okay. very, it's a very dangerous thing. It's the first thing, one of the first things you should look for in a dentist. No mercury, no fluoride, no lidocaine. Very, very fascinating stuff. So, um, okay, let's talk about a couple other things that are really common. So root canals, what are, um, what's your take on patients who, let's say a patient goes to a dentist, they say you have to have a root canal, they come to you, what do you tell them? There's a non-toxic alternative now to root canals. There never used to be. In the old days, when I started out 25 years ago or so, we we basically considered all root canals poisonous, and they work. We did a test on them. We actually used to do a, a test of the poisons coming out of the around the edge of the tooth, the little pocket, and we'd show the poisons coming out of every single root canal tooth. They were all poisonous. They're all leaking of, of poisons from the bacteria that are trapped on the inside tubules. So we used to extract a lot of them because they were all dangerous. But for about 15 years now, we've had something called endocal. It's a non-toxic way of doing a root canal. And it came over from Europe. Europe's been using it for a long time. So I send patients to an endodontist that does a non-toxic root canal with endocal. It's a different kind of sealer that expands into the tubules and kills the bacteria in the tubules that the other dentists are missing. So a normal dentist okay. does a root canal. They, they use a gutta percha and a sealer, and they seal in the bugs. And the bugs are trapped on the inside of the tooth, and they don't know what to do. So they mutate into a, an anaerobic bacteria that doesn't need oxygen, and those are, those give off more powerful poisons than the other aerobic bacteria. And those poisons leak out of the tooth in the body and cause all sorts of medical problems, depending on what meridian that tooth is on. Hmm. And so nowadays we have, I, I don't pull many teeth now because we do the non-toxic root canal. Endocal, got it. Yeah, if somebody has a root canal and doesn't want to get rid of it, then you have to go like your your training. You go to an acupuncturist, and you have them mm-hmm. unblock the meridian that goes through that tooth. Then you can mitigate some of the some of the problems that tooth gives to the body. But with, so I send I have a couple of acupuncturists who know the meridians, and they they go, I send them to them, and they unblock the meridians. Okay, I love that. There's a dentist on my show talking about meridians. <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> You do much acupuncture um, or just do naturopathic stuff? Well, I know you the had only naturopathic school that trains in acupuncture. Yeah, I mean, I know the Meridians. I've worked in some acupuncture clinics, but the, the naturopathic school in Arizona trains in that. But, no, we would we I've just referred to, to acupuncturists. But I love acupuncture. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I usually send people down to uh, uh, Lori Wilson in La Jolla. Okay, good to know. A lady acupuncturist knows the Meridians acupuncture. Does a lot of women's health issues. Now, I've okay. got Dr. Sai up here in Carlsbad. He's, he's been known forever. He's, he teaches at the acupuncture college. Dr. Sai on State Street in Carlsbad is right down the block from me. I've used him a couple okay. times in the office where they numb up a teeth with the acupuncture needles. With no really? Shots. Do you want one shot or do you want eight acupuncture needles? It's like right. Three, three of my patients use the acupuncture for anesthetic. 
Wow, that's that's fascinating. Well, I want to take it to some of the Facebook questions because I know that they've been patiently waiting. And also, guys, the, the switchboard is open, so if, uh, the phone lines are open if you want to ask a question. Just go ahead and press 1 if you're already um, called in, or you can call 818-495-6919, and you can ask Dr. Lawrence your question on dental care. Um, so this question is from Janice, and she wants to know, is it better to have all amalgams removed at once under conscious sedation, or should they be removed in quadrants? No, and is there an order in which they should be removed? A conscious sedation is very dangerous. Okay. Probably more dangerous than what you're doing. Usually we take it out in quadrants, and we'll take out the highest negative charge quadrant first. Um, that's usually the biggest mercury quadrant, the biggest mass of mercury. Um, so we'll do it in like four parts, four parts of the mouth. We split up into four parts and then do that. Do them all at one time, which you, because you can put a rubber dam on like three or four teeth at a time and do all three teeth right in a row. Okay. So that's generally You'll safer. Do what you a want quadrant. to do. And how long do you wait to have them come back? You want you want to not go like every week or every two weeks because there's immune system cycles that work on a one week and a two week cycle. So you either want to do it at three weeks or uh, or longer. Okay. So you wouldn't, for example, have them back every week. That's that's what your immune system cycle is working on. And it's going to be weak at that time. So you do it like I do it every usually three weeks or four. All right. And then, um, and then she wants to know, what do you think about IV vitamin C during the removal of fillings? I used to do it a long time ago when I was connected with a medical center. Um, the IV vitamin Cs were so painful that the patients didn't even mind my dentistry. Um, <laughs> you have to get a dentist. You have to get an MD that does painless IVs first. If you do that, it'd be fine during it. I generally do yeah. just send people if they want, and I send them right afterwards. They'll make an appointment with the MD right after the dentistry and have it done. I actually have okay. the emergency in my office, so we'll give the people the emergency packets after the visit. If you use vitamin C before the visit, then the shots don't work. So never use vitamin C like four hours before a dental appointment. It interferes with the shot. Okay. And then she wants to know, um, how do you and your staff protect yourselves while amalgams are being removed? That's a good question. Well, we we have our own, uh, whenever they have a mercury spill in like uh, in the industry or some big business, they put on mercury spill mass, mercury mass that protect them from the mercury. That's what I use. And then we have uh, HEPA filters in the office that pull everything out of the air because there's a lot of things in a dental office smelling air than the mercury. It's like 300 different chemicals up there washing around, so I have HEPA filters going on all the time. The reason I picked my office, this office's location, is it's an older building and all the windows open. Mm -hmm. So when I do mercury, mm -hmm. I can actually open up all my windows and get the breeze from the ocean coming in. There's so many dental offices in town that are hermetically sealed, and they're just, they're just really, really poisonous. That indoor air pollution is, is dangerous. Oh, yeah. These den these dentists are just exposed to so much with their work. It's, right. it's crazy. Yeah. Okay. And then Janice also wants to know, what's the best way to chelate, and does he agree with Andy Cutler's protocol? I don't know what candy colors is, but I can tell you what I yeah. what I do is I give advice to people. I generally have so many patients that already have an MD or a naturopath or a DO that I don't mm -hmm. step on people's toes. And I ask them, do you have anybody that's going to help you with chelation? And if they answer no, then I then I can give them some advice. And so what mainly what I do is uh, after I get all the mercury out of the mouth, I'll use DMSA. It's a capsule mm -hmm. that they use once every other day for 23 capsules. Then you do the test with the last capsule, the 24th. Um, I have lists of foods and supplements from different MDs that I can give people, the things like cilantro, vitamin C, antioxidants, glutathione, sun chlorella, a uh, whole list of, from two different MDs that give people things that they can do before, during, and after. But the big, powerful stuff afterwards, you usually save till afterwards, and I use DMSA for that. Okay. Yep, I agree with you on the DMSA. I think it's the best option. All right, and this question is from Deanne. She wants to know about whitening products, good or bad, and which ones may be okay. Almost all the dental, dental office whitening products are safe. What okay. they are is uh, hydrogen peroxide-based, and, and what you can think of is your teeth is like a popcorn ball. If you've ever made popcorn balls, you're, the enamel of your teeth is kind of like the kernel of the corn in the popcorn ball, and then the taffy that's holding it together is where the, all the color comes from. So what the bleaching does is it bleaches. If it's the right pH, it's not bothering the, the kernels of corn. Then the bleaching agent bleaches the taffy part. And if it's doing that, then it's safe. And most most pH I means pH product balanced products in dental offices are okay. 
even the Crest and Colgate things are okay. They're pH balanced. Hmm. If you if you buy so the like cheap, the Crest whitening strips, those are okay. Yeah, the Crest whitening strips would be okay. If you use some of the cheap, thing really cheap things, they're just acids or, or titanium dioxide paint, and they wouldn't really work. Okay. What about One if you I'm, go to your dentist and they make a mold and then they give you that little tray that you can put on your teeth? What do you think about that, those? That's the way I would do it. Yeah, that's the best okay. way to do it. The take-home gel. Okay. The Bright Smile and Zoom are gimmicks. They don't work. Any good ethical dentist doesn't use those. They've been proven over and over again that all they do is dehydrate the teeth. They make it look like it's whiter because it's dehydrated. And you do the same thing by just leaving your mouth open. Mm-hmm. So use okay. the trays yeah. and the kitchen gel. But some of the, sometimes with the tray, like you know, it'll spill over and then you can swallow some of it. So is that harmful to get that in your system? The the, ble- the bleaching gel turns into oxygen and hydrogen peroxide and water almost oh, okay. almost immediately. If, until it gets in, it, when everything is leaking out, it's basically turning to oxygen and water. Okay. And so it's pretty it's safe. Now. It just turns into oxygen and bubbles. The oxygen bubbles out and the water goes down your throat. Right. Some of my EI so, patients can't take the, the mm-hmm. flavorings and the colorings in them, and so they could use they could use the Proxol in drugstores. It's the same product without all the ingredients, but it's runny. And so if they use those, it runs down your throat more. But there's a reason they have thickeners in it, so it doesn't run out. And so they can use Proxol. It's this. It's what they've been using for hundreds of years for cuts and scrapes. It's just a disinfectant. Hmm. But you can use that on your teeth. Yeah, you could use that on your teeth. Okay. All right. I had a um, uh, a debate the other day with a friend about types of toothbrushes <laughs> and what's the best type, the best way to brush. So I was using a soft brush for a while. He was very adamant about his hard brush, and he said that's why his teeth are so white. So what's the r- best type of toothbrush? One that uh, brushes the teeth and doesn't destroy the gums. And so when he's using a hard bristle toothbrush, he's he's basically wearing away his gums. The way they found out the like soft that. bristle toothbrush is they made the little individual bristles smaller and smaller and smaller until you could brush as much as you want and not hurt the gums. And that's where the soft bristle diameter bristle comes from. So you want a soft bristle toothbrush because it'll clean the tooth without basically ripping away his gums. He's wearing away his gums if he's using a hard bristle toothbrush. The only thing they'd be good for <laughs> is for cleaning car engines and oil off your equipment or something. <laughs> okay, so I'll let them know. <laughs> um, now, let's talk about flossing. Is it all that it's cracked up to be? Is, is flossing the most important thing you can do? What's your take on that? Flossing is worthless. It's a waste of time. <laughs> it does nothing to treat gum disease or cavities. It misses all the bugs that are causing cavities and gum disease. It can't get underneath the gums in the pockets, so it's wasting your time. I don't tell people not to. I, I floss a lot, but flossing for me, it gets big particles of food out and freshens your breath. But for mm-hmm. cavities and gum disease, it's a waste of time. It's worthless. So what's the better option? What's what's the very so? It, let's so we, say we you know, teach, before someone goes to bed, what should they do? <laughs> we teach irrigating. We use, use the water picks, and we have some people put the herbs and essential oil mixtures in the water pick, and then it's the most powerful tool they have. It's more mm-hmm. powerful than the brushing. You don't really even need to brush your teeth if you water pick. The water picking uses the essential oils and herbs to flush out all the bugs and the bacteria, break up the colonies of bugs. We call them biofilm, kind of sticky stuff that sticks in the teeth and treats basically treats the whole body because it's essential oils and herbs. will treat the rest of the body too, but irrigating or water picking is the most powerful thing they can do. So what's your favorite type of water pick? The cheapest. Okay. Because when the stuff we use, the essential oils and herbs we use, actually gum up the gears and destroy the rubber on the inside of the machines, so mm-hmm. it voids your warranty out. So they, they you go through water picks more frequently if you put something in the water. The manufacturers will say if you put anything in the water, it voids your warranty. So we tell people right up front if if we if you follow our advice, your warranty is going to be void. And so we tell people go Costco, Sam's Club. Any any of these cheap ones um, to get the cheapest one you have. I like the Viajet. I think the Viajet's the best water pick in the world. Okay. It's made actually to have a solution in it, so it's it's a little more husky than the other machines, but it's more expensive. And so a lot of people order that from the company. It's called Viajet. How do you spell it? It's a V I A J E T. V I A G E T. J A T. J E T. Okay. Um, so you mentioned that that patients put herbs and essential oils and stuff in there. So what what would be a good mix of things to put in your water pick? 
Well, what we use is the matching irrigant. The irrigant for our toothpaste, the dental herb company toothpaste, makes a little thick concentrate for water picks, and it has all the ingredients that the uh, toothpaste has in it, the essential oils, herbs, green tea extract, and it's actually made for water pick. But you can use, we use uh, we use a lot of the Young Living oils, so we use the mm-hmm. blends like Citrus Fresh and uh, Christmas Spirit and uh, what's the other one? Um I forget what the other one was. The blends of oils. Okay. So just put like a drop in or a couple drops? For those oils, we'd have people put uh, one to three drops in. For example, the Dentiva that I have people, uh, the candy I have them sucking on has wintergreen, thymol, and eucalyptus. Those are really three powerful essential oils. Now the real powerful essential oil is cinnamon. And the ones that don't taste good would be oregano, oregano, oil—they're—they're they're very powerful, but they don't taste very good. Okay, uh, what do you think about? I love just picking your brain. This is so fun right now. <laughs> um, so, what do you think about um, tongue scrapers? Um, I don't use them. I—you I, don't really need them if you're water picking. But if if somebody's doing it, I wouldn't tell them not to. Most of the bad bacteria aren't living on the tongue. The, the anaerobes don't like oxygen, so they're not going to live on a on a tongue. They can live down in deep in pockets that don't have any oxygen. Mm. Um, so I, I don't use them. Okay. What about Listerine? Avoid Listerine like a plague. Yeah, most Listerine it, it they, cause they have, uh, tongue cancer, right? Well, they have a non-toxic one. I mean, a, non, a non-alcohol one now, but most Listerine is thirty percent alcohol, so you're basically rinsing your mouth with a sixty-proof drink. It's like like hard hard liquor basically and what it does is it's, the alcohol irritates the gums and if the gums get irritated they start to thicken if the thickening doesn't stop you get cancer so most oral cancers come from alcohol and tobacco if they're irritating the gums and so I get people mm-hmm. off all alcohol mouth rinses okay so all what's your favorite mouth rinse the tooth and gum product and the closest mm-hmm. product are the two best now, what about uh, coconut oil? I've heard of using that for preventing or treating gum disease. Any Some people use, uh, what do they call it, oil pulling technique, and they'll mm-hmm. use things like uh, sesame seed oil, macadamia oil, coconut oil, um, even oregano oil. I, I I don't like any of the flavor, though, so I don't I don't I don't usually do them. I don't have the bugs. I just check on yeah. the microscope to see if I have bugs. If somebody still had problems with the bugs, I guess. They could try the oil pulling technique. I've just never had to. Okay. We actually have a laser now that actually kills the bugs with light, and so I'd rather kill my bugs with light than an oil that doesn't taste good. Okay. Um, we had a patient in today. She wanted me to ask you because I told her we were doing a show on dental health, and she her tooth today just, like, came apart. It just fell apart in her mouth. And I asked her if she had a feeling that maybe – had fallen out, and she said no. So she wanted me to ask you what could be going on with that, and could that be a reflection of maybe her um, bone health, like the strength of her bones? It would be hard to tell, but most of the time the cracks in the teeth are caused by mercury fillings because mercury fillings expand and never stop expanding. Mm-hmm. So their job is to crack the teeth. So when I see a mercury filling in a patient, there are usually cracks everywhere. And so now if she had that cracks forming for original mercury fillings, the cracks from the dentist, the dentist caused it. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it, it's mm-hmm. probably her hypothalamus out of balance. Because mm-hmm. that's the other okay. secret in dentistry is that all cavities and breaking down of the teeth is caused by your hypothalamus. The hypothalamus is out of balance and, they, and it doesn't send the hormone to the parotid gland to, and the parotid gland doesn't send nutrients to the teeth. And so it all starts mm-hmm. on balance. You basically have to step back and look at the patient and say, are you in balance? Is is, mm-hmm. is uh, Kind of like a holistic way of looking at the, t- the, the body. What's your diet like? Stress, exercise, antioxidant levels, um, that kind of stuff. Right. And if your hypothalamus is out of balance, then so will the pituitary, and then the thyroid, and then all your the rest of your hormones too. So, right. so how much fruit, vegetables you're eating? Out. How much lack of antioxidants? You're looking at free radical damage, sugar in the diet. Mm-hmm. All those things okay. will send the hypothalamus out of alignment, and the teeth need that gland working healthy to be to basically get nutrition and to rebuild. Mhm. Absolutely. Uh this is a question from my colleague Dr. Ward. She wanted to know what about root canals and the breast cancer link? Anything with that? Um if you have cancer, I would take 
I, I can't really, I can't, I can't tell the patient to take it out because I'm not an MD. But if somebody had a major mm-hmm. cancer, I'd say, you better get this evaluated by an MD that knows what they're doing because he'd probably tell you to take it out. When you get the cancer, mm-hmm. big cancer problems, you'd, you'd go after all the root canal teeth and take them out. I specialize mm-hmm. in that. I mean, dentists do that. You have to do a cavitation of surgery. You have to clean out the diseased bone that's underneath the root canal tooth when you take it out. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're not getting anywhere. So you have to go to a dentist that knows how to take out root canal safely and uh, clean out the diseased bone that's underneath, the gangrene bone that's sitting underneath, gives off poisons. So you'd be looking at mainly the, the meridians that are involved with the breast. Um, you might know those. Um, I've got a chart here that has them. <laughs> but you, um, I think it's the front teeth. Yeah, I don't know. Are you looking at your notes? <laughs> okay, no, while you're lo- while you're looking, I will uh, mention to the listeners that this is the last call for callers. I see a bunch really? of people on the switchboard. It'd be the so if you guys want to um, ask a question, press one, and we can get you on the show. And what was that? The breasts are the upper molars. So this. Okay. Like three molars on one side, three on the back. The back teeth on the top, on the left and the right. Very interesting. But I, all right. If, if that, I'd send an acupuncturist. <laughs> Look at the meridians that are going through those teeth. Those are the breast teeth. Okay. So I, the we teach a lot about vitamin D too. Teeth. Okay. Go ahead. I don't. I don't know how much you use. How much you teach people about vitamin D is very powerful now, and it's one of the cheapest ways to avoid cancer. Right now you can reduce your risk of breast cancer to 100% by getting your vitamin D up to about 60, 60 to 80. And the, the graph that on the vitamin, uh, the breast cancer rate goes down to completely zero. Does the same wow. thing for prostate yeah, cancer. Yeah, I test vitamin D on every single patient that comes very to the powerful, door. Very powerful. Very yeah. powerful. That's one out now. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing vitamin D injections because it's, you know, some people just don't absorb it. So, yeah. Yeah, we do. Do you do the test? little test we have a little test at our office and they just they do their own vitamin d test it's a little finger prick cool. test oh no we don't do it in an office we send it out but what's like looking at dollars or something you just you give oh. a little kit and they prick their finger send it into the the study it's a study by one of the universities locally here that's putting together vitamin d research it's very very easy okay that sounds great. And yeah, I would love to. You have to pick your finger. I, I need though. to come. I got to check your clinic out too. I got to check it out and get some dental work done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sold. Um, all right, cool. Well, there's a couple other questions and then I'll let you go. I know that we've uh, definitely gone through our time, but it flies when we're having fun. So you, um, I know that you do some free educational wellness lectures. So um, where can people check well, these I, out? I used, to do a, I used to do a lot of those lectures. Um, and I used to do radio shows and everything, but now everybody's mm-hmm. so electronic like you, you're you doing. Everybody's <laughs> electronic and blogs and, and Facebook, uh, internet mm-hmm. radio. So mostly I put everything now on the Internet, and I have blogs okay. going. Uh, we have an email newsletter that they can sign up at the at the at at our website. And so I'm doing mostly <laughs> – I'm, I'm kind of doing it uh, slowly because I'm not really a computer person, but basically we're going more electronic <laughs> now. Okay, it's so easier, for those of you who It's easier for people to get all that information than to drive down to my office late at night. We used to do it like 7 to 9 at night. And so now they just, they just get it from the Internet, by my website. Okay. And it's wellnessdentalcare.com, right? Yeah. So we have a free new email newsletter. We have the blogs that they can interact. They can ask questions back and forth, interact with patients. It's it's very powerful tools. Okay, very good. And and you you see patients, um, what, what days do you see patients? Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Okay. Good stuff. All right, Dr. Lawrence, anything else that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Um, I, I know this. The bisphenol A's been in the news too, so you want to avoid somebody that's using any sealants. Most dentists that are doing sealants have switched to flowable resins now that don't have the bisphenol A. It's, okay. a, it's a chemical that acts like a female sex hormone in the body, and it shouldn't be in uh, dental products. So look for somebody that doesn't have the sealants. Okay. So is there a particular type of sealant that they should ask for? Well, General, I gave up sealants years ago, and so what I do now okay. is the flowable resins, and the resins I have now are liquid, and so you use them like the sealant, um, but they're stronger and don't have the bisphenol A, and they're they're actually more more safe than the other stuff. 
Okay. So I wouldn't. I generally wouldn't use a sealant. That's my still call the sealant. I still call my sealants because I want to give them a better product for their money. And so I still the fee is a sealant, but it's a flowable resin. But you want a dentist that knows to avoid bisphenol A. Find yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. Find I forgot the, guy the BPA with the topic. Yeah, absolutely. All right, good. Any anything else I forgot? I Most of all the stuff I have on the website, so they didn't really have to write down or remember anything. It's all on the website. So that's what yeah. I'm trying to do is get everything on the website. We just we just started a new website uh, a couple months ago. And it's a good one. I, I dig it. i got to get me on there. <laughs> we even have a list yeah. of practitioners, yeah. Good stuff, Doc. Well, thank you so Thanks. much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for Fun. being so awesome and um, looking forward to meeting you and checking out your office. And um, you guys definitely check them out, wellnessdentalcare.com. And we'll have to have you on again because I think there's lots yeah. of different other things we could talk about for sure. Yeah. So thanks. Have a great night. Thanks, Dr. Long. Have yeah. a great evening. You too. All right, guys, that's our show. Thanks so much for tuning in. I think we had the most listeners of any show. I mean, our switchboard was just lit up, so that was great. Um, hopefully we got all your questions answered. And if not, definitely check out the doc. Go to his website, wellnessdentalcare.com. Check me out, drlaurennoel.com. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off, and then we'll be back to talk about uh, the power of raw foods with Kevin Gianni. Super excited about that. That's on February 31st. So, again, thanks so much for your listen, and you guys have a fabulous night. Bye-bye. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10.